if I if I look at some of the photographs of you in your adolescence, yeah, I change. People change. But but even after when you did the Thriller album, hmm? your your lips are very different now to no, what they were no, then. No. But they they do look different. No, sorry, you Same don't think lips. so? Nope. And everybody in Hollywood get plastic surgery. Plastic surgery wasn't invented for Michael Jackson. Everybody gets for Michael Jackson. I'll never understand why Michael Jackson was so tore down as an artist. If you don't fight for your life, and do what's good for yourself, speak out when you need to, or speak to a professional if needed, society can break you. Society can break you. Secrets can break you. Suffering can break you. People often say, oh, that comes with being a celebrity. That doesn't. Because beyond being a celebrity, people are human beings. Could you imagine suffering with an illness? that you couldn't share, so you secretly dealing with this illness while the public is tearing you down because of the side effects from the illness that you're secretly dealing with. Number one, there, as I know of, mm -hmm. there is no such thing as skin bleaching. Mm -hmm. I have never seen it. I don't know what well, it is. Well, they used to have those products growing up. I used to hear always use bleach and glow, but you'd have okay. to have about 300,000. I have a skin disorder that destroys the pigmentation of the skin is something that I cannot help, okay? But when people make up stories that I don't want to be who I am, it hurts me. Hey guys, welcome to Fun After 40 with Atia. I hope everyone is doing well. I hope everyone is taking care of their physical health and their mental health. So if you've been watching my social media pages, you see that I've been doing fun after 40 podcast workouts. So far, I've done four weeks of working out. I've been going to the gym. You know, after COVID, I was not going into no one's gym because I was afraid of catching COVID again because I had it twice and I gained 20 pounds. So I had to do something to take care of my weight. I had to take care of myself. The weight wasn't good. So now I'm fighting obesity along with lupus and high blood pressure. And those three together is not a good combination. You have to take care of yourself. Lupus is an autoimmune disease that can attack your organs. And one of the organs that lupus is known for attacking is your kidney. High blood pressure also damages your kidney. When your blood pressure is out of control, it can damage your kidneys and also the more weight you gain, the higher your blood pressure will go. And if your blood pressure keeps going high and your current medication isn't working, your doctor will have to prescribe you more medication, which later in life can affect your kidneys. Therefore, we have to take care of ourselves. We have to put ourselves first. 
we have to we have to stop fixing corporate problems and start focusing on our problems. We cannot be everything for everyone else if we're no good to ourselves. This is also the weekend of Michael Jackson's birthday. And if you've been listening to my podcast, you know I love Michael Jackson. I've loved Michael Jackson since a very young child. I actually had a Michael Jackson doll. After doing research, I found out that Michael Jackson had lupus. Michael Jackson had discoy lupus, which is lupus on the skin. Discoy lupus and SLE is different types of lupus. SLE is the form of lupus that can attack your organs. As a child and a teenager, I often heard so many bad things about Michael Jackson and his skin. People would say, Michael Jackson don't want to be black. Michael Jackson bleaches his skin. Michael Jackson is a weirdo. I never knew, and most people never knew, that Michael Jackson had lupus. Most people that's diagnosed with lupus initially has a butterfly across their nose. And that's how Michael Jackson's autoimmune disease, lupus, was identified. His doctor did a biopsy on a mark he had on his face and it came back to be lupus. Michael Jackson had skin pigmentation. And did you know why Michael Jackson wore his famous glove? Because the disease affected his hands. He started getting spots on his hands and to cover his hands, he started wearing gloves. You know, back then people didn't share as much as we share today. People were raised to keep everything to themselves. And if you go to therapy, you're weak. Or if you discuss something, you're weird. When, if Michael Jackson knew that it was okay to share about his illness, okay to share what what he was dealing with, it's a possibility Michael Jackson may not have turned to drugs. Because a lot of people that's dealing with physical illnesses and mental health They don't know how to share how they feel. And instead, they begin to self-destruct by using drugs, sex, and crime to cover up how they're feeling. Michael Jackson is not the only celebrity that suffered with lupus. (laughs) Selena Gomez, Shannon Box. Shannon Box was a soccer player who played in the Olympics. Nick Cannon, Syl. Tony Braxton. Some of the common symptoms of lupus is hair loss, a rash, dryness of the mouth, and joint pain. Being diagnosed with lupus in the height of my career was scary. It was scary. It was very scary because I was like, I've been through so much in my life. I worked so hard to get where I was getting and oh my God, now my life is over. I was 29 years old when I was diagnosed. I felt like the world was coming to an end. While growing up, I never thought I would make it past age 30. My childhood, my experience as a teenager and a young adult was very, very traumatizing. It was very depressing. It was very sad and 
I will always say I'm not going to live past age 30. So when I started experiencing my patches in my head, I started losing so much hair. I went to the doctors. And when I went to the doctors, they checked my ANA levels. And my ANA levels was 120. And the normal level is 60. So I get a phone call and the nurse says, Hi, Atia. Um, just call and let you know that you have lupus. And my whole world shattered. I've worked since age 11. Being a young parent, I still finished high school. I still went to college. I was an entrepreneur. I owned a daycare center. I was a counselor. And now, boom, I have this illness. I felt like my life was cursed. And at times, I would just lay in the bed and lay in the bed. But I did a lot of praying. I did a lot of praying to God. And in the midst of dealing with this illness, I continued to experience the trauma of life, which I discussed in some of my books. The Rising of Her Gifts is a little about me, but it's an inspirational and a self-help book. And Mental Health in Our Community, I'm actually one of the characters in the book people say you do so many things or negative people would say you all over the place no god has granted me with gifts and talents that i explore because i appreciate the gift of life i appreciate god's blessings i appreciate the ability to get up in the morning and to be able to walk with lupus, people will say, oh, you don't look like you have lupus. Guess what? Lupus don't have a look. You can run a marathon today and can't get out the bed tomorrow. You can run a whole corporation for a week and can't get out the bed for two weeks. I'm the founder of a nonprofit organization. And when I have events for my babies, because all the children in the world is my babies. When I have an event for my babies, after organizing, preparing for those events, guaranteed the next week, I can't really get out the bed. I'm sitting around. I'm fatigued. I'm weak. I'm in pain. My legs hurt, but I keep pushing. And once I gained this weight and realized my doctor wanted to increase my medication, I had to put me first. I had to set other things aside because I'm only one person, right? And I give my heart to everything I do, and in doing that, sometimes I remove my heart from my own body, and my body can't work without my heart, right? How do we overcome and move forward when dealing with an illness? How do we overcome and move forward when we know our potential and we want to do so much, but our bodies don't allow us? Do we give up? No. You do what you can do. And working out and exercise is, is recommended when you have lupus, when you have joint pain. I tell my doctor, why when I'm on the treadmill, I can dance on the treadmill and I'll just keep going. I feel so good. And when I stop moving, my joints lock up. My legs hurt. I go to the gym. I'm able to work out. When I come home, I'm pulling myself up the steps. Do I give up? Do I continue to gain unhealthy weight? Do I get discouraged? No, I do what I can do. So instead of going to the gym five days a week, 
I opt to go to the gym three days a week instead of working out for four hours, which I really can because I love working out. When I feel like working out, I work out for an hour. And I've been seeing results. I swim, and swimming is very, very good for your joints. Swimming is very, very good. Actually, I should be swimming more than I'm actually inside the gym. But because of the amount of weight I've gained, I have to work out in the gym as well. And I want to encourage people that's dealing with illnesses, that's dealing with depression, that's dealing with anxiety, that's dealing with PTSD. I wanted to encourage you to keep going and not to give up. You know, you can look at social media and feel like my life is trash or my life is wasted. You know, as you get older, it's like your life has been filled with trauma and and so many things. You thinking back on your life, you think, oh, I've been through so much. What am I going to do with my life now? You're going to live. You're going to live. You're going to press on. You know, you can't do what you used to can do, but you can do something. Don't give up. The results are a blessing. They say body, mind, and soul, but I feel like it's your soul, your mind, and then your body. You have to trust and believe in the Lord. And I'm no saint. I promise y'all I'm no saint. But on so many occasions, for so many years, I had to trust God. I had to trust and lean on God. So I I strongly believe that it's your soul because you got to have faith. You got to believe in God. You have to pray. You have to pray. You have to pray. Then it's your mind. You have to believe in what you're praying for. You have to believe in who you praying to. And then it's your body because once you believe what you're praying for and who you praying to, you're going to push yourself because God give us a free will. And that free will, that's taking one foot and putting it ahead of the other one. If you can't walk and you're in a wheelchair, that's taking one hand and rolling that wheel forward. If you're on crutches, it's taking that crutch and leaning your body on that crutch and moving with that crutch. If you have to use a cane, you decorate that cane, you walk with that cane, and if it take you three hours to walk down one block, every second count. I don't want you to give up. Fighting obesity is hard. It's hard to lose weight. You have to eat healthy. When you grow up eating a certain kind of food, when you know better, you do better, you have to change your whole lifestyle. You lived 40 plus years and now you have to change your whole lifestyle. You live 40 plus years and now you have to re-raise yourself. You live 40 plus years and the 40 years before was hell. And now you have to heal. You don't give up. You keep going. There's going to be people out there that's going to challenge what you say. There's going to be people out there that's going to challenge how you feel. There's going to be people out there that's going to have a negative opinion about, as I call it, negative Nancy's. There's always 10 negative Nancy's to one positive Patty. But you continue to be positive. You continue to have a positive mindset. Because when I tell you God is good, positive thinking leads to positive results. When I tell you I couldn't get up the steps 
But I kept praying to God. I kept praying to God. When I tell you, I would look in the mirror and notice I'm gaining this weight. I kept praying to God and I had to push myself. Because when I tell you, when you're in that dark place, when you're in that dungeon, when you're in that hole, if you can relate to me in any kind of way, people going to walk over you. No one's going to take their hand and lift you out. No one's going to come to your house and knock on the door and say, let's go to the gym. If you don't do it for yourself, it won't get done. And then you'll be laying up in the bed, thinking back on your life with nothing but a wish. I wish I would have did this. I wish I would have done that. I wish, I wish, I wish. I'm a Michael Jackson fan. In this podcast, I was incorporating my health awareness, mental health awareness with Michael Jackson because he struggled with both. But I delivered what I delivered. The message comes through me to you. So I want you to... If you can't work out three days a week, I want you to take one hour this week for yourself. Absolutely. Some days you're going to feel like I am breaking, but your strength, determination, and motivation will hold you together. listening to fun after 40 Artistic authorship on Instagram 
and you can subscribe to Fun After 40's YouTube channel. Don't forget your workout this week, even if you only can do one hour or 15 minutes. The moment you try is your success story.